0: Tanya for the 15th of 7, the first the story. 15th of 7 is actually the anniversary of the arrest of the previous Rebbe. And the, the details around his arrest is quite fascinating. The previous Rebbe was up till very late seeing people. And then after that, 11 p.m. approximately, the previous Rebbe began preparing for sleep. And to, a few minutes after 12 o'clock, two GPU um, officers, which are like Russian state police came to the, the door, knocked on the door of the previous rabbi, and as soon as the door was open, they, they barged in, and they were trying to intimidate. That was a lot of the techniques that was used. It's all about intimidation. And so they say, "Where, who is Schneerson, and where is he? And the previous rabbi answered him very calmly. They expected to be very intimidated by him. The previous rabbi was entirely unintimidated. The entire experience from his initial arrest until... Until he was released, the previous rebel went out of his way to not be intimidated and to also show very clearly that he was not intimidated in the slightest. And he he disobeyed continuously and on purpose just to prove to them he's not intimidated of them in the slightest. And so he told them, if you're barging into someone's house, you need to know. It's, it's clear that you already need to know who's who you're barging into. The previous rebel wasn't play wasn't gonna play along with their trips. Mm-hmm. The tricks. Now, the two people that arrested him, the names were Nachmanson and Lulov, and these people, unfortunately, they they came. Their grandparents were very respectable Chassidim, and their grandkids had kind of got sucked into the whole the the brainwashing that had occurred during that day during that day with all the the the, the movements within Russia, and they very they unfortunately, you know, swerved in the opposite direction. But they, for the next. I believe hour and a half tore apart the previous Rebbe's room. It's all part of the intimidation, trying to search for incriminating documents. And then at some point, they they want to take the previous Rebbe into into, you know, to take him yeah, as a prisoner. And the previous Rebbe asked them, "Can I take my talisman to fill in?" And the previous Rebbe also asked if he could have his family prepare him kosher food along his prison sentence. What's actually interesting is that one of them actually assured the previous rebel. He said you could take your twillin, you could take your talus, you could take your um, your pen and your paper if you want. And the previous driver would write notes and write diaries and journals, much of which has actually survived. and has been printed and it's fascinating to read. And he told the previous you we're only taking you for a few hours. You're going to be able to go there, you'll answer some questions, and then you'll come back. Um, that was a lie. He promised the previous rabbi that, but it was a lie. They, they had every intention of doing exactly the opposite of that. And they had no intention of letting the previous rabbi go. And the fact that he came out of prison alive was an incredible, incredible miracle. But the start of that miracle and, you know, the, the beginning of the miracle started today. The Tanya is talking about... The power of Chesed and the power of Guru. And when I say the power of Gvura, what we've explained is that Guru holding back Hashem's energy, let's call it, or holding back the Chesed energy is not just a, you know, a, a barrier for the floodgate of Chesed, but the power of Guru is a power of its own. Mm-hmm. It's also a power that creates, because that's also one of the, one of the, the attributes of God, and therefore connected with God, and therefore has the power to create. And of course, that that leads us right into the question that chapter hey is hinged upon, at least the beginning part. And that is, wait a second, if that's the case, if Gvura has the power to create as well, then why do we need Chesed? Let Gvura do its thing. Let the power of of the Tzimtzum create the world, and you don't need Chesed at all. That's how that's how this this, this has been explained to me. So. And let's let's read it inside. On this, the rabbis say, Hashem actually planned out, say the rabbis, to create the world through gavura, through tumsim, through din, through if you want to use the uh, names of Hashem, through the name of Kim. That was the original plan of the world. But then, Hashem saw that the world wouldn't be able to sustain itself with with just gavura energy. Shitta, but, Shah Hashem created with mercy. Hashem realized that wasn't part of the ban. What does this mean? This means that instead of just creating the world in, you know, in a limited, organized, disciplined, boundary um, way, which everything kind of works through that system, Hashem said, you know what? Let me create breaks in the system. Let's create chesed inside, involved in this as well, so that. The world could actually sustain. So you, you look at the Torah and you see the rules of nature being broken continuously through the, the miracles, through Tzadikim, who, who are living an entirely non, let's call it Simpson oriented life, a non Gavura oriented life, or all the miracles in the Torah where you have, you know, nature and the system of Elikim being broken. Hashem said the world, in order for it to be sustainable, it needs to have this as well. Now, returning back to this is how this part of, of the time has been explained to me. Uh, um, returning back to the topic of Gevura, and understanding that <speaking in Hebrew> about Gevura, and, and about Gavura's power to create, that's explained in the Zaya. <speaking> in <Hebrew> the Zaya says that there's a side in the high in the world of Attilus, there's a side of of left and left side of right, which is Chesed and Gevurah. So we're explaining this balance, let's call it, between Hashem's um, power of Chesed and Hashem's power of Gevurah. The Zoya talks about in the world of Atzalus, this exists. And because they're both in Atzalus, and they're both connected with Hashem, the in the world of Atzilos, as the author is going to explain, a much greater length in the fourth book of the Tanya, in the world of Atzilos. Hashem and his vessels are entirely one. Hashem and his midas, Hashem and his attributes are entirely one. You can't separate it. So, chesed... It's fully connected to Hashem, like we explained in the previous chapter. Gevura is also entirely fully connected to Hashem. Now, Moshe Abenu's level of vision wasn't in the world of Atsilus. And that's also going to be explored at much greater length later in the, in the Tanya. But in order for Moshe Abenu to have um, prophecy, Atsilos the highest world, kind of flowed into the worlds below it, in Moshe Rabbeinu's case, in the case, of, in the world of Bria, the second world, So Moshe Rabbeinu's level of prophecy wasn't of the highest world, and even of the second world wasn't of the highest intellectual level of the second world, but rather it was the emotions of the second level, like it's explained in in the Shara so what happens is i explaining what the the system of and Govur is, the Tzaddikim, once they pass away and they go into the, the the, into Gan Eden, they're able to feed off this Chesed and Gevur energy. This becomes the food of the souls while they're involved in, in Torah. Torah is an intellectual, an intellectual, um, process and it flows into Chesed and Gevura and when Tzaddikim are connected to to mm-hmm. Hashem and learning Hashem's Torah, they're able to to involve themselves in these secrets. So Alter says that. Chesed and Gevurah, in the world of Atzillus, in the highest location, it's because it's connected to God over there, it's entirely above even the souls of levels of Atzillus. So you have a soul of Atzillus, like Moshe Rabena, for example. When a Moshe Abedna wants to learn Torah, could have prophecy, Moshe Rabena can't connect to that level of Chesed and Gevurah. Why? Because it's unlimited. It's godly. So, Moshe Rabbeinu, all the tzaddikim after they pass away, and they want, to, they want to learn Torah, they're not going to learn Torah of the order of the Chesed and Gevurah of which is this power that creates the world, or Gevurah um, pulling back against that, but also create the power, is also power of creation, as we explained in the previous chapter. They learn Torah of a much lower order, uh, uh, Torah as it flows further than this high, powerful, perfectly connected level that's with Hashem. Thank you so much for joining Hanya. Thank you talk so for for and Israel. Let's talk about for Let's talk about Israel.